It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Gather around your speakers, hoop heads. It's NBA Storytime. Jamel Johnson here to spin you tales of NBA shenanigans you didn't know you needed to know. Like that time when a little startup league tried anything to be relevant. Or when Ricky Davis earned himself a dumb nickname. I also love you, Ricky Davis. Catch a new tale on NBA Storytime every week. Then listen to the post game where I break it down with comedians, ballers, and what have you. Find NBA Storytime on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Episode 242, the gang is back together. The three of us sit down to discuss a whole bunch of things. Drake starts this one off with a jujitsu story uh, because he likes rolling around with other sweaty guys. Uh, the football Iowa stuff starts about 25, 30 minutes in for those who want to skip ahead because we know you don't care about the other stuff all the time. Let's have a day. Let's go. Two hundred and forty-two of the podcast, and because Kluver is a dog shit host and did not get anybody um, all week to agree to come on the podcast, um, that you only get the three of us. And so I decided that in this introduction, I'm just going to take you guys on a little story time with Drake. And uh, the story time is about myself, uh, and it is about. Uh, my last week of my life, about a week ago, I got a blue belt promotion in jujitsu. Uh, and today just so happened to be the Arizona state jujitsu tournament. Um, so about a week into being a blue belt, I was competing with some, with some pretty good guys today and did well in my first couple of matches, got a couple of good submissions, made it to the finals and, ended up getting uh, a touch of a robbery. Won't say I got fully robbed because if I'd have done better out of one, but got a little robbery, ended up losing the finals. So I am the bridesmaid today and you guys are getting me fresh off of, um, yeah, not, not being the one getting married and getting the gold. I'm just, I'm just the little bitch that holds their torch. Why do you seem chipper though? What were you going to say, Kevin? I was just going to say, hey, you gave it your best, and that's all that matters. 
I'm chipper because it doesn't really matter, man. Like that doesn't mean I'm, I don't get to do jujitsu anymore. Right. I get to go and train jujitsu tomorrow and all of my coaches are still like happy to coach me. They're proud of me. My friends still like me. Um, I gave, I gave a very, very good effort. And if that match happens in a non-sanctioned place where there isn't a 10 by 10 square that you're, you're forced to stay in, you know, if that match happens in the gym, I actually win that match twice because I had a submission sunk in two times and he, he crawled backwards out of bounds once and forwards out of bounds once when I was submitting his legs and he didn't get penalized for either one of those things. So if it happens in the gym, I win the match twice, but it happened with a referee and the referee called a, called a halt and stood us back up. And I mean, the kid was a college wrestler. So when we're on our feet, I'm at a little bit of a disadvantage when I am submitting his knee with a knee bar, uh, I I'm at a pretty good advantage. So got to, got to touch Rob, but I don't really care. You know, I still get to do jujitsu. I think are there are uh, weight divisions in jujitsu or is it just by belt? Yeah. So there are weight divisions and I was competing in the 208 weight division, but I weighed in at 200 on the dot. I was, I was 200 with a zero and Lean I, I, was, I was talking to my opponent and he said that he cut 12 pounds to make weight today. Um, he was probably about an inch and a half to two inches taller than me. And he looked bulkier than me as well. So um, there was a little bit of a size discrepancy, but I definitely don't blame that. Like I, I just lost, you know, I like the quote. Well, if I did, I could have won if I did better. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I really could have. Cause I, I had opportunities to, I was up two to zero. And then instead of playing it tactfully or tactfully, ta- whatever, yeah. I played it like a dog with rabies and I just went to attack him, but I was a little bit tired and I was a little bit sloppy and he took advantage of um, me doing something silly. I, Kevin, you have any more on that? No, I just, I mean, sounds like the dude you're wrestling with or uh, grappling with was the Coach Wallace, a little bit of a dude. He's a little bit um, of a dude. Where, where does uh, where does blue belt line up, and like how many belts are there? There are five belts. You go white, blue, purple, brown, black, um, and they call blue belt the sandbagger division because a lot of people will get to blue belt and then not look for any more promotions. They'll dodge promotions and things like that. And there's people who will be blue belts for six, eight, ten years. Um, and they'll still compete here and there at, at the tournaments that they decide to each year, but they never, they never get promoted. So they just kind of compete at the same level forever, which is kind of shitty. But, um, like I said, this, this kid had been a blue belt for five years and I've been a blue belt for six days, seven days. So it's kind of what it is. I lost three to two. He couldn't submit me. If it goes 10 minutes, maybe I get him because I'm going to get a hold of his leg again. I'm going to get a hold of his arm. At one point, at the end of the match, I had an armbar triangle variation that I was trying to finish, but he was heavy and he was on top of me, and it was tough to get him. I was tough to break his posture. There's so why would you want to stay in your belt level? Like, you know, are you just happy with playing with the B team bombers, or like, well, like, so B team bombers? <laughs> well, so here's the thing: is like 
in training, they're still learning things, right? So if they're going to training a couple, three, four times, you know, probably three times a week or so, it's not like they're not still leveling up their jujitsu knowledge, but they still then when they compete, they get to fluff themselves up a little bit because they compete against a little bit lower competition than maybe their uh, tenure in the sport would call for. And so they just get a little bit bigger of an ego boost when they compete. But I mean, they're still getting the same training in the gym, regardless of their belt level. Yeah. I mean, it's like the, the dude who's a senior in high school playing on the JV team and feeling yeah. cool about himself because he's dropping 30 on the freshmen and sophomores. Yeah. That's a pretty good analogy right there, Kev. There's a couple of those guys at M town when I was around, <laughs> I could name them, but I'm not, I'm not going to do that to him. No, don't do that to him. There seems to be a vibe and almost a giddiness to your voice and, and how detailed you were about that, about your day that I feel like probably comes from, it doesn't matter that you lost, like you're actually, you were actually very happy just to be in a competitive environment today. Well, I learned a lot from that um, because I didn't, I didn't know exactly what game planning and jujitsu meant. Right. Like I, like my coach always jokes, like he's like, we take you to a tournament and then we just take the leash off your shot collar. You know, we take your shot collar off and let you go. And that's kind of how I was competing today. Like the, the first couple matches I attacked like a, like a rabid dog and I took their necks. I, I choked both men until they tapped out. Uh, and then we get to the finals and this guy was, my equal like he I won't call him my superior because I we went to a three two basically refs decision in six minutes but I mean it was it was a much tougher deal and I learned a lot about instead of instead of having foam coming out of your mouth the entire time if you're up make it hard on your opponent to score and that's not something that I did so that, that's something I'll be better at going forward <clears throat> It's interesting because, and also, uh, I just want to congratulate the Watch of Blockons audience there. That was a 10-minute conversation that was basically between Kevin and Drake, and you didn't have to hear me talk at all. So you guys probably just had the best 10 minutes you've had in 242 episodes. I want to get Kevin in the gym so bad, man. He would have so much fun, like, because he would immediately see how detailed this is and how fun it is and how quickly you can get better if you learn it. And he would be addicted so quickly. Oh, dude, I told you, I'd love to get in the gym and work some jujitsu. I think post uh, post powerlifting, I'll, I'll probably start dabbling around and do some other form of training um, i'm telling you there is a really good gym i, I think I, I, I think my powerlifting days are numbered we'll i like it why because, because your body hurts i i just had a few just a few setbacks and it's just getting annoying you know where like yeah I, I get ready to set a new pr and then i have like a setback like i, I pulled my pack up a month and a half ago and you know, i had some back problems here a few weeks back like and here's Here's the other thing about it's, powerlifting. It's hard to get ahead, you know? Yeah. Here's the other thing about powerlifting it's, is that you hurt yourself. You hurt yeah. yourself the entire time only to then be in a position to get embarrassed in a fight because your balloon muscles aren't worth anything and the skinny guy who works behind a desk is going to put you in a leg lock and pull your big hunking leg off in front of everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like powerlifting. I'm, 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 
I'm under no misconception that powerlifting translates to fighting, okay? Uh-huh. Like, I'm not I'm not a bodybuilder here. I'm not out here to look good in the mirror. I'm out here just trying to be as strong as I fucking can. Because I think it's fun. But it's, uh, it's, it's, it's becoming less fun. I don't know. I still, I'm going to give it one more solid go if I can stay injury-free for a few months and try to do the competition. But I think I- come, the, come the turn of 2022 that we're going to be switching uh, modes of training here. I got to get you guys both into some CrossFit. Oh, yes. Uh, cross, CrossFit's not on the list, man. Well, I, I want to start doing some triathlon training. And like uh, like I said, I'll probably start dabbling in jiu-jitsu a little bit, too. I love to hear that, man. There's a good gym right next to the gym you power lift in. So uh, yeah, just instead me. of instead of going in the door to the left, I think you just go into the door a couple to the right and find your way in. Bring a gi, white or blue only. Uh, and enjoy yourself. And a rain. Choked out by grown ass men. Or grown women. Because the first time you put a gi on, you're going to get choked out by women. And that's a promise because you don't know what to do and it sucks. Hey, man. If, 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 if that's what you're into, man, I don't know. <laughs> I was watching. Have you guys ever seen New Girl? It's a no, dude. It's actually a funny show. It sounds like it. Do you know what it is, Drake? Or are you just judging based off the title? I'm judging the fuck out of you, is what I'm doing. Okay, well, if you watch New Girl, anyone who watches New Girl out there, there's a, a character named Winston, and he's kind of like the awkward one who, I don't know. It, it's a it's a it's a sitcom, and they, there's this episode where they're having Thanksgiving. It's very Kevin for for you. It's very. Uh, it's almost like it's always sunny a little bit. Um, like every episode is based off these dumb premises, like just a simple, stupid fucking premise. And so this episode was, they're all, they're having Thanksgiving dinner. There's four or five people, six people actually that are all friends on the show. And they all have to bring somebody else uh, for, for one of their friends to bang. For, and they're calling it Bangsgiving. <laughs> Yo, okay. Now I'm in. Here we go. Giddy up. And, how is this chance? I'm. I. Where are you going with this? Well, <laughs> you said it, I don't know what you're into being choked out by women, and it made me think of this this one character's quote, at Winston. So they they realize that this is their plan, right? And they start talking to each other. Everyone's like, "Oh, I, I like somebody that's like tall, dark, and handsome. I want somebody like this." And Winston, from out of nowhere, goes, "I just want to be slapped around a little bit," <laughs> and everyone gets really quiet. And just looks at him like, um, okay. Um, it's actually a funny show. I, oh, ha, uh, you said triathlon, half marathons in uh, two weeks, by the way. Uh, so that is, that is coming up. How are you uh, feeling about that pace bet you got with yourself, pal? You know, cause that um, pace is a- a- just asinine for somebody who used to be fat, somebody who's still very short and somebody <laughs> always been. Somebody who's just not built to do shit like that. No. If you actually beat that pace, I'm incredibly impressed. Like I'm floored. Yeah. It's an 803. It's an 803 for 12 miles, 12.4 miles in a row. No, uh, 12 point, 12.1. 12.4. 13.1. 13. It, this race isn't quite a full half marathon oh, okay. because it's, it's, it's the old dam to dam. So you actually run 
Like it's it's based off landmarks. Also, people, that shows how much I know about running. I said twelve point one, and like with very much confidence. Like, no idiot, you're 13. saying it wrong. Yeah. Hey, fuck boy, it's thirteen point one. I think twelve point four is actually technically a twenty k. So for those oh. that like, so, so for those that like the metric system, you know, Who the knows? the pace is eight oh three, at which I'm trying to run those miles in. Uh, not this why coming. Not, set. Why, why not? Why not? Why not just eight minutes? Just run it eight minutes. Well, because then, well, because then at the end of the race, that would be sub one hour forty minutes. Uh, so I you know, I could just be like eight minutes, but then you take that times three seconds, and then I'm shooting for like one thirty-nine twenty-four. And I'm just trying to go, which would be great if I could just run that. How I'm feeling about that has been uh not the most confident but some, <laughs> but somewhat confident and then i don't give a fuck there's no excuses you're, you're gonna go out and run it there's no excuse your yeah. best and you're either gonna beat the pace or the pace is gonna beat you and you're yeah. either gonna be me right now and you're gonna be sad for a bit but you're gonna be like hey fuck it i did it anyways yeah. and i was close or you're gonna beat it and then you're gonna feel like superman if i feel if i feel good here's how i think it's gonna go if i feel good about halfway through at about at like six or seven miles i i think i'm gonna have a decision to make uh i think that's where my training has brought me to i think there's gonna be a decision to make where i'm i'm holding just above that pace um you know maybe 805 810 and i have to i have to and it, it's starting to hurt you know about six seven in and i have to actually put my head down and and commit to a a 40 minute sort of hell bath uh, and just, and just go, go get it. Um, 40 minute hell bad. So we'll see. Hey, for, all, all I know is that David Goggins ran a hundred miles without training and started pissing blood and shit. Right. So I think he can, I think he can do it. Just, it's, it's not that hard. Just, just go run. Right. Just run faster. Right. Yeah. No, I understand. I understand the, the theory, you know, the, the strat, the strategical, uh, game plan. Uh, you know, sometimes, sometimes that shit don't work like you want it to, uh, running is really interesting. You actually tap, I, I think, you know, probably every athletic, uh, uh, avenue can, can make you sort of check in and learn things about your, your body and your physical capabilities and in, in different ways, jujitsu, I'm sure does that plenty powerlifting. I'm sure does that plenty, uh, long, long distance running. There are some interesting, uh, you know, things that you learn about yourself uh, and, and some interesting thoughts that you have. All three are very similar because like in jujitsu, you spend a ton of time in shitty positions, like just, just getting buried in shitty positions, <laughs> having to think about it yeah. in powerlifting. That's all you are is getting buried in shitty positions. You just have <laughs> lead, you just have rusty lead burying you at all times yeah. and running is uh like the sickest form of self-torture yeah no i i Where were you, do you go when you when you train are you alone with your thoughts or you, you pop in the airpods what do you do i don't listen to music so Shut you guys fuck up you guys know i'm a little bit of a psychopath i do listen to podcasts so it's not completely silent all the time some days there will be silence uh and i'm okay with that and i just learned I think we've been over this before, but I, when I started lifting in fifth grade with my, with my dad at the high school, uh, he, he didn't know how to turn the, turn the radio on. <laughs> so I just lifted in silence and I got used to, to doing that. So I, 
I lifted probably fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth grade with no music. And so then by the time we made it to high school and there was actually weights, um, I just, I had kind of fallen into, you know, what I knew. And so is that why I, you're not cool is because you just didn't get cultured by music. Probably. Yeah. That's probably it. So we that's can why tr- you're just the Minecraft kid instead of like the life of the party guy, which is ironic. Cause Minecraft has a banger soundtrack. Kevin can attest the, push you right <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I, I listened to podcasts last year when I ran this race, I listened to Goggins on when he went on Rogan. I'll tell you what, if you're going to listen to anything that's not uh, pump up music, listening to David Goggins tell you you ain't shit and that you're you a pussy yeah. and you're a pussy over and over again, that, that might be as motivating as it gets. So yeah. I'm with you there. Speaking of, Kevin, you missed it, but when we had Drew on on Friday, uh, at the end of the podcast, Callie, uh, she, she had been kind of in and out of the podcast, had several um, – features and at the end she came over to the computer and called drew a pussy right in the microphone so, <laughs> it was pretty fantastic yeah hopefully I'm, you i was sorry to miss that one man I, I really wanted to be on that one no i know and and unfortunately drew you know most people they you know even kevin he can make general regular you know somewhat regular podcast times drew ott uh, that guy's hard to pin down right and He's out. I mean, they're literally on the farm. They have no cable. All they do is farm and tend to their cattle. And I, I don't know what else. Touch he, each other's butts. Yeah. He said, you know, probably fornicate and eat, eat their diet. Uh, he said, all they do is drink beer, uh, eat eggs and eat steak. Kevin is what Drew said his diet consists of now, which I thought you would. I mean, that's be- not, that, just sounds, that just sounds like a D1 athlete right there. That, right. That's a- that, that's, that's a diet that will put you on a trajectory towards success. Towards yeah. And, and honestly, if I walk into your house, Kevin, and all I found in the fridge was cases of bush light, raw meat, light. raw meat There's and raw meat. eggs, I would There's not be surprised at all. So there, there is some other stuff, but all three of those things are, are accounted for. Yeah. yeah no, that, that doesn't surprise me at all. Um, but yeah, that was funny. Good, good episode. And I hope this is, this is coming out on Thursday. So we actually recorded this on Sunday. You guys are listening to Drew Watt a day after we recorded this, and then you'll be listening to this on Thursday. So hopefully you guys, uh, you like that Drew Watt episode, the Patreon members, a couple of the walk on army who have already uh, gotten access to that episode. It came out today on the Patreon feed. We have several good uh, responses already on Drew. So yeah, it was, some of it was hard to, hard to peel answers out of him. It was, so, some, dude. And I feel like I did a shitty job. I was like, Oh, I'm just, yeah. sometimes he was very eager to shit right down your neck. So yeah. I think the people are really going to enjoy that more comfortable on sh- uh, with shitting on other people, less comfortable with talking about himself. I, I felt like I took a step backwards as a podcast host uh, with, with Drew as a guest. I did not, I did not perform for the To be walk. honest though, I'm not sure I came with a lot of backup, man. Like I asked him a few questions. I got him rolling a couple times. Yeah. Like I did what I do, but there was a few times where you were stuck trying to ask him a question 
And I was just sitting here letting you be stuck. Like I was just like, my mic was muted. And horrible, I was just, horrible I was co-host. Like, I'm going to let you sit in this horrible co-host. Right <laughs> hey, hey, horrible co-host. I'm going to let you eat all the dicks right here and just freeze up. Yeah. And, I'm just and you know what? And you know what? The, and I know that and fuck you. And, and we haven't announced it yet. Still, we're kind of keeping on the on the on the back end, but maybe by this point, there's there's some we've been teasing it. The Patreon members know. I told we told them uh, we're we're rolling into a situation where the financial outlook of the walk-ons is going to increase a little bit, and I was gonna start paying Drake and Kevin a little per diem because we were gonna actually be at that point now. And I am withholding Drake's and I'm going to spend it all. So no, what you're going to do is you're going to put it in Bitcoin without asking anybody. You're going to which, tank our fucking account. No, no, no. <laughs> which by the way, Bitcoin is, up. Bitcoin is up from where we bought it. So we have, let's go baby. Kluver making yeah. money moves. Yeah. So I, I have made us money. I have made us money on that investment. So, uh, that is, that is that, um, Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification to individualized coaching services to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. I want, yeah, I, 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 it's funny how I look at interviewing or talking to our friends now because it was just talking to Drew, right? And Drew made it a very easy conversation. It was less interviewee. Yeah. But at the same time, it was hard to get him to go long on answers. Well, the thing is, if we would have just had a conversation and it wouldn't have been about his football career, I know. or like wouldn't have been about him, we could have had one hell of a conversation. Well, yeah. But all it would have been was just wildness between the three of us. Yeah. And I, I just look at that as a, you know, that's, that's my job now is, is I want to provide these, these aren't just you know, sometimes the guests come on Nick DeMarco got crazy feedback because he's just so goddamn smart. Did he I, get a lot of feedback? Oh my God. We got so much response from, from the DeMarco episode. I thought everyone would be confused as hell. Had, so people were just like reposting that one, just saying, Hey, you got to listen to this, huh? I, I was, I, I probably was reached out to on our accounts on social about the DeMarco episode more than any other episode this year, aside from maybe James Morris. That's sweet, dude, because yeah. DeMarco is one of my favorites. And that conversation was elite for people who are into strength conditioning. So if everybody got into it, that's even better. It was, it was not, it was not just the people who are into strength conditioning. There were several of those, but there was a lot of people who were just like, Hey, I've been, I've been lifting myself. And it was, it was interesting to hear him give his take on what the best 
you know, well, way now to just go. think if any of these people have kids, especially young kids, like any of our listeners that have kids, they listen to that DeMarco episode, they're gonna be like, okay, now when my kid is interested in getting into strength conditioning, I'm not just sitting there absolutely like you know, right. dead for answers, like completely out of their realm. They could have listened to a little bit, maybe then looked up on the internet, found out about a little bit of programming, things yeah. like that. So it's funny you bring up children too, is because my, one of the questions I save for when we bring him back on is how he's going to approach sort of athletic development with his own kids. And I think that that will be really, really eye opening and really informative. And I'm, it, it's a, it's a purely, um, purely selfish reason why I want to ask that question, but I think everybody with children who wants to get them into sports will benefit from it. So, yeah, I mean, but back to why I brought him up, it, you know, you, you bring on a guy like DeMarco or episodes like Gervas or the Paulson twins where the, the guests just seem to, they're just that kind of person who creates an amazing episode. By we got to get back with the Paulson twins for like, for like the, I guess we can't do Wisconsin because that's always making. But for one of the the game for a trophy game, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Because they're just like two two big old hogs. Yeah, the bros. We got to get them back on. I agree. But and Ah is plenty of a character himself. You guys heard from him all the the nuts, crazy stories that he was telling, and just kind of the oddball character that he is. But as the as the host, I I really I really want to be there to pull out good content and good answers from our guests. And I don't, I, I don't. Did you, guys, I, did you guys ask him about his moped trip back to uh, Nebraska? We did. Uh, and he, you know, he, he was like, yeah, I just, uh, he said, I, I asked him if there's any hiccups along the way. And he said that the only thing that happened was, like a semi drove by him and like blew the doors off him or something like that was his quote. Like he got completely shit on by some big truck Shit on completely. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, he's just like, I, I felt like I had, I was a, I gave like a C, a C performance on the drew Out podcast. And I felt like I was back in Iowa because I gave a lot of C performances at the old U of I in the HHP department, 72, 73. That was really my jam. I saw a lot of low 70s on my test scores, and I, that's what I felt like I, I got. Except when you looked over my shoulder. Except if, if I was cheating off Drake or maybe just comparing answers, allegedly. And sometimes then I saw 80s or 90s, which is good, which is good. Because, which is ironic because I'm the dumbass on this podcast, you know? Yeah, we all have our own. Kind of, we have we all have our own lane. By the way, I I loaded this because we missed Kevin, and then I forgot to play it. So Dolph, you know, Kevin, Kevin Ward, good to see him back out there. You know, good to see him back out there in the podcast. Um, you didn't hear that? <laughs> that is absolutely tremendous. Yeah. Someone sent us that like a year and a half ago, and they're like, "You should play this every time Kevin hasn't been on in a while." And then when he comes back on, we just Kevin, Kevin Ward, good to see him back out there. Yeah, Dolph comes in and welcomes you back to the podcast. I'm, Maybe you are good. I'm very curious. I'm very curious what that would have been from. Um, I believe you. I I I, I had to go in and clip it, and I so I remember watching the series. I believe you got like injured or something, or you looked banged up after a special teams play. 
and you might have missed a rep on the next special teams play and they had noticed and then two plays later you were back out there so Dolph was like good to see Kevin Ward back out there or something like that I don't know I'd have been on that. Was it, was it the Ohio State game maybe uh, it seems like it would have been yeah I, that same that, that's that yeah that makes that seems to jog my memory a little bit but yeah so uh, I did want to mention one thing General managers ask questions to find the right players, like, do they have ice in their veins? When you're hiring, you can use Indeed assessments to make sure you find the right candidates with the skills you need. Don't just hope your perfect candidate will find you. Indeed's hiring tools help you cut through the noise to hire faster and smarter. In fact, Indeed Instant Match provides a list of quality candidates whose resumes are on Indeed the moment you post a sponsored job. And with Indeed assessments, choose from 135 skills tests to help make sure you're finding applications from people with skills you need. Get started right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Get a $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Offer valid through September 30th. Terms and conditions apply. And it's not to get you know, political or anything, but, and I don't follow any of this shit, but evidently we're pulling the troops from Afghanistan. Is, is that correct? Before I go any further. Troops pulled. Troops, troops been, been, been getting pulled out. And uh, actually the Taliban is now in control of the capital of Afghanistan. Yeah. I saw a crazy video of a bunch of the citizens of Afghanistan trying to flee, like just cars, 10 wide on the roads trying to get out of the country. Uh, and I, and you know, everyone's going to have their opinion on it. I'm not here to tell you whether that's right or wrong. What, what I do want to mention, because I know that we have a lot of, of service members that listen to our podcast and a lot of you have reached out. Several of you have sent us like pictures of you overseas with the, with the, the H BAM shirts or um, just cool pictures of you flying a Hawkeye flag and telling us that you listen to the podcast, which is, fucking amazing and uh not that i'm real good at empathy but i can't imagine that it feels good uh as as someone who probably you know potentially put in a lot of work in that country to for all of that to kind of you know go away and maybe feel like it was for nothing so i just wanted to to give a quick shout out to the service members and say thank you uh because even though it may feel like your work was for nothing uh it wasn't and uh, this podcast at least uh, respects the fuck out of everyone who serves our country. And, Big vibes. Big yeah. vibes. So shout out to the service members. And if you served in Afghanistan, uh, you are a legend to us. A uh, couple things Hawkeye related, since this podcast has been 30 minutes of just us. Feels like a good episode, but I don't yeah, know. Like, yeah, fun. Um, Caitlin Clark just won gold of. Uh, and was the MVP of the tournament for the junior national team. Uh, she's potentially one of the best. She's otherworldly, huh? Yeah, bro. She's a, it's the third time she's won gold on the junior national team. Uh, she was the MVP this time over the course of like seven games. She scored like a hundred some points and had a crap load up. She's elite. Uh, so Iowa basketball for the next, you know, two, three years is going to have the best basketball player in the country, uh, which, Again. Is, which is absurd. Um, Luca Garza in the summer league is showing out. Is he? Dude, I'm 
up so hyped because I knew he could do it. In front of LeBron and uh, and the Lakers last night, he dropped 20 and 12. So uh, I think he's turning a lot of heads. And he's really the highlights when he when he's I mean he's he hit a step back three last night in somebody's eye. He's he's put on a few sexy post moves down in the paint. And he works harder than I, I tweeted it today. He works harder than everybody. He actually was quoted after one of the, the games and he said, I know that every guy in the league can beat me in a three-quarter court sprint, but I know that not every guy is gonna give that effort. And I'm going to give that effort every single second I'm in the game. And so Luca knows his role and he knows that he's going to beat him with effort and intensity. And that's a really tough place to be because it's nice to rely on talent. Like if you can just jog around and be really talented, that's a whole hell of a lot easier than having to bust your ass 200% of the time. But Luca does it anyway. And he's going to find, I think he's going to, you know, a lot of people have been skeptical that he's going to make the Pistons roster, but at this point it, it's looking like it's going to go the other way. It looks like he's going to, he's going to be in the league and, and be a factor for the Pistons. So, and we're just going to say that we called it on this podcast because we've been saying that he has a place in the league. He may not be the best player like he yep. was in Iowa, but he has a place in the league. Actually saw an interesting stat. He, when the, when a center has won the player of the year award for the, they, they went back over the last like 30 years. If a center wins the player of the year award, all but once the player has been drafted um, first overall in the draft. There was one other guy that got drafted second and Garza is obviously fits that criteria and was drafted 52nd. So um, he's got a lot of doubters, but he's going to, he's just going to keep, draining three balls and probably collecting checks and uh, people can, can doubt from their couch Cheeto fingers in the house. And then finally uh, yesterday was kids day in Kinnick. So uh, first sort of, you know, they're about nine days into, into camp now. And I don't know how you guys felt about kids day. It was sort of um it was a little bit of a nuisance. You're in camp. You're like, oh, okay. It's good to see family. Family comes. You know, you get to see your your family a little bit. I think even senior year, we got to like go out that night, or like as a junior or senior, we got to like hang out with our family for dinner on that night during camp, and then they'd bring you back to the hotel. Am I right about that, or am I making that up? Yeah, as a senior, you're you're allowed to leave, and you don't have to come back until the next morning. Yeah, that was nice. That was real nice. Um, but yeah, you always got the, the time afterwards to go get uh, dinner with your family if you want to. Uh, Drake, do you want to check this man's privilege and tell him that Kids Day was actually a great day for actual football player? Uh, I did very much enjoy Kids Day because typically um, they were a little bit nicer to us. The, they threw the fullbacks the ball a couple times. They handed it to us a couple times. I didn't have to run nearly as many B plays as Macon did during those little showcase things. So I often quite enjoyed myself, actually. I, I feel the disrespect in Kevin's voice there, and I realize how that came off. I did not mean that the, the kids and the, and the families, everybody that came out to watch Kids Day are a nuisance. It's obviously great to go see those people, and 
Oh, so that's they, what you meant, Kevin. I yeah. thought you were no, talking no, about. No, 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 I meant exactly what Drake was talking about. It's a lighter practice, and the scrimmages are awesome. It's uh, it, it was a welcome, a welcome day on the leg. Oh, oh well yeah, then. check your privilege, bitch. Okay, well, fuck me then. Okay. Uh, it was more of a nuisance for specialists. I'll say that. Um, because one, it was in Kinnick, so we didn't have a lot of room. You have to yeah, 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 yeah. more complaints yeah. out of the fucking special teams room, whatever. So, um, <laughs> sure. The there's obviously I didn't go, but there were some, there was the, the main thing was the offense had a better day than the defense, which is rare. Ooh, Phil is pissed. So I want to know your guys' thoughts on that. And, you know, usually, the defense stays pretty ahead of the offense until you get to the season time and, you know, the offense gets to start figuring things out. But um, Kevin, I'll let you give your opinion here. I think I got mine. I mean, I can't really, I wasn't there. didn't watch it. haven't seen any clips uh, on Twitter or anything yet. Um, that's just, that's just very surprising. Yeah. Usually uh, the defense is way ahead of the progression than the, than the offense. I'd be curious to see, uh, or to ask how or why they got the uh, they had the upper hand was it they beat him on pass game run game or um, yeah I, I, sounds like there was some some explosive plays happening sounds like there was some of oh, those no. those twenty pluses happening and I was, here was my guess is that either it's it's either one up front the offensive line is much further ahead than they typically are, or maybe our defensive line is lacking a little bit just without knowing. That's my first guess. My second guess is that uh, Spencer has a lot more control than he has in the past, feels much more comfortable with his offense and his weapons and his knowledge of how to flip things around and win, and that could be a very good thing. So if if the offensive line's doing really good or Spencer's doing really good or a combination of both, that's a really good thing. If the defensive line's lacking a little bit, that might not be so great. Well, big plays can only result at the expense of the back end of the defense, which is a little bit concerning since that's our most experienced part of our defense. So, but if the quarterback has all day to sit in the pocket, then any no defender can can cover everybody for forever. Yeah. So the sentiment that you was the, that sentiment, Kevin was echoed on, on social media for those that were responding to the reporters kind of talking about how this went. Uh, Some people were worried like, Oh shit, you know, this is supposed to be our best back seven and potential KF history. And why is that happening? Easy. Does it with that? Well, th- those are sort of the expectations with the with the I mean, experience we I mean, have. Think about Morris, Kirksey, Hitch, John Loudermilk, B.J. Lowry. I mean, that's a pretty damn stacked back seven right there. I would say, I would say most people right now are expecting this year's back seven to be better than them. Clearly, that better. Makes, that that like actually makes my brain hurt a little bit. This so for and if you think about what our back seven did in 2015, this is being talked about as potentially the best back seven in KF's history. This is crazy compared to like 2000 and I think when Bob was around. Rattle them off for me. I don't know who played in that 
And no, 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 no. Right now, who's on the field right now? Right oh, so we've got. I know Jack Campbell <laughs> and I know Dane Belton. We have we have Jack Campbell as our as our middle. Seth Benson. Seth Benson is uh, Will. And Dane Safety's Belton as our cash. Uh, Kayvon Merriweather. Yep. Safety's got Kayvon Merriweather and. Uh, Jack Kerner. Jack. Jack Kerner. And then you have. Corners. We got uh, Riley Moss and, and Matt Hankins. Uh, Hankins. A lot of experience there. A lot so, of too. so what you don't have is the Bob Sanders, the Desmond King, the at Joseph least not Joel? at least not yet, right? No Josh Jackson. I mean, there, James there, there's Morris, some playmakers there, man. Um, you're right, dude. And I'm not dissing these guys at all. I'm just I I'm if they they're gonna have to prove something. Yeah, to, for sure. To have that label on them, I yeah. I'm taken aback a little bit. Yeah. But that with with the experience and and years under their belt that's coming back, you know, Riley Moss is this is going to be his fourth year getting playing time. I think Kerner's uh, this is like his third year getting significant playing time. Dane Belton has gotten significant playing time. I mean, he's a he's kind of a big time guy at that position. Um, I think a lot of it is obviously Seth Benson has proved very uh, trustworthy in that in his spot and. I think a lot of the hype with Campbell is his potential. And, you know, he just really I mean, has. I like the linebackers. Right. I just, when it comes to. I mean, Hankins played with us. I mean, dude, listen, man. Ben and Josie are both in the league making plays. Uh, Kirksey and Hitch are both in the league making plays. Morris is one of the best middle linebackers to ever play there. Josie Jewell is probably the best middle linebacker to ever play there. Like I, I just, know, but but here, but you're Desmond seeing it. King is a first team All American. You're seeing, I know, but you're seeing this as before all this happens, right? So yeah, I am seeing it Hank, before it all happens. So Hankins can go out and do it and prove me to just tell me to shut the fuck up. So I, you know, what I what I see is I think I think Hankins and Merriweather are both very potentially NFL DBs, right? Jack Campbell, he could have a Merriweather looks damn good in a uniform, dude. No homo. Dane Belton, I think he's going to be the next, you know, uh, the guy from Seattle. I can't remember his name right now, but as a, as like a safety type. Um, so you're talking about Cam Chancellor? Yeah, I, like that's who he reminds me of. He's not that big, but it, I mean, he kind of plays like that. And so, you know, all of these guys could be stalwarts in the league at some, you know, you just don't know what's going to happen, but that's kind of what they're being looked at. Um, anyway, I think going back to what you said, Drake, the reasons why are, it sounds like Spencer has clearly separated himself and taken the step I would here. Him to. He has all well, of the real game. Don't want to say I told you so, or well, that we told you so, but also <clears throat> we told you so. Um <laughs> And one thing, you know, we talked about all his missed reps last year. And one thing we didn't even consider, and KF said this in the press conference this past week, was that not only did they miss all of that time team-wise, but out of the days that they did get available to them last year during COVID, Spencer was quarantined for 30-plus of those days because of contact tracing with guys who had gotten COVID. He didn't have COVID during any of that time. So not only – like. I don't know how we expected him to do well at all last year, considering his situation. Sounds like he has taken the next step. He's clearly the number one. Padilla and Hogan both struggled 
yesterday. When you learn from a real live game experience, it's totally different than learning from practice or in the in the way, way different. It's so different. The pressure that you feel and what you learn about yourself and how you particularly need to handle things under pressure, it's so much different. You can't replicate it. And you, no. you can only you can only try. And so I think Spencer's taking that next step. Um I think that's exciting to hear, man. I, I, it makes me excited to hear that it's because the offense is playing well, that they got the better hand. If it's and not like communication, blown coverages, and blown assignments on the defensive side of the ball. Right, and 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 because it's Phil Parker, and we know who's playing there. They've they've got the experience. You got to assume that those guys are probably going to get shit figured out by the time. You know, I mean, the, yeah. I mean, sometimes maybe sometimes you. Maybe you think you're a little sweet and you need a little kick in the ass and then you, you, you write the ship. You know, maybe. I think Phil might have said something along those lines uh, today. I think there's a chance. So to his guys, which I'm sure they appreciated very much. Uh, it's It seems like to me, um, again, the three question marks this year for you guys who don't really have your finger on the pulse quite as much as I do are the tackles on the offensive side of the ball the entire defensive line sans Van Valkenburg basically, and then Spencer. So I think that the offensive line is actually a little bit further ahead of where people thought they might be. Sounds like the two tackles did really well, something that is unfortunate. Um, and also the most Iowa thing ever. Kyler shot is going to admit what, what did he just say? Kyler Schott's going to miss um, probably at least one game, potentially a couple, uh, because he hurt his foot uh, before camp bailing hay. So Shooter is going to miss the Indiana game uh, and potentially the Iowa State game. Not great for the interior, kind of the strength of our offensive line. Um, that hurts, man. That's my favorite player. Yeah, but it's next man in. And we just talked about camp beating people down and this wasn't even camp, but that, that shit happens. And uh, at least when he comes back, the rest of his body's healthy. Yeah. I take a second to knock the rust off, but yeah, uh, they don't, they don't give you that, you know, you don't have a player go down. They don't say, all right, well, it's 10 versus 10. Now uh, you just got to fill in the guy and, and hope that guy's ready. So um, I think Justin Britt is who has been replaced. Uh, and, he, and he's kind of a big time recruit that we got. Um, and I think he's been doing well. So it sounds like he's stepped right in, which doesn't surprise me. And uh, yeah, yeah, I think skill players all look good. Evidently, the running back stable is a lot deeper uh, than I think people imagined it would be. Obviously, we have T good, but they said Ivo looks like he uh, looks the best he's ever been, which is awesome to hear. Kevin and I got to talk to Ivory at the legacy event. And um, to hear that he's finally kind of healthy, he's been, he's had a few injuries during his career. Uh, that'll be fun if we can get him at full strength. And then some of the running backs, Gavin, uh, I think his name's Gavin Williams um, and a LaShawn Williams kid from uh, the Chicago area. Both of them are running it all over hell too. So we got a stable and I think we got a decent line. And if Spencer can, you know, just toss that thing to a couple guys every once in a while, it's going to be an interesting year, boys. It's going to be an interesting year. So I'm excited. You guys want to talk about the uh, – I think the over-under for Iowa wins is eight and a half. Eight and a half. Eight and a half. Are you guys 
prepared to give your prediction on that? I don't know if I've done really enough research to really think about I think, it. I think I'm just going to go over because I believe in the guys. That's purely off belief in the guys. I know. I, quite frankly, love the over. You love the over. Now this is this is an interesting development. Uh, as we know, as we know, I think we have do we have Ward's winners on the soundboard. Is this? No, that's not it. Um, <laughs> what an amazing sound! The, disres- the disrespect out of this man. <laughs> that was pretty okay. I will C plus on the Drew Ott podcast. At least, at least an A minus on this one. Yeah, uh, we'll get the awards winners. I, I swear to God, we had it. I. Yeah, there we go. Kevin. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. So the awards winners segment will be back this year in full force, obviously, because, and that's actually really exciting. I forgot how much fun we had picking games each each week. But is it going to be back in full force? Because Kevin is in full force striker mode at all times. Oh, he's still going to – you don't. Th- you think Kevin's not going to go dip his toe at my, Riverside? I got my finger on the beat of college football. Don't you worry, man. Uh, I, I ain't going to fuck around with any of those other sports because I am not good at it. Well, and you got it. Listen, you got to play in the in the Washington Wall football, big, I'm a college football Big Ten picker. That's all I do. You got to play in the Washington Walk-Ons fantasy thing. Clue, set that bitch up. Yeah, I got to set that up. I'm going to leave us with this. Uh, we talked a lot about the the Creek run on the, the last podcast or two podcasts ago, Drake. And I got absolutely shit on for how many times I went back and forth and said Crick Creek uh, on the YouTube comments. And I also was called a hick uh, or a hillbilly like several times. So that is good. The listener base shits on me just as much as my friends do i'm and, glad they shit on you too because it was bad yeah i honestly listening to it made me want to hurt myself and it was me talking so you know you guys think it's easy to just get on a mic and speak for a bunch of time every once in a while you sound like an asshole okay so that's all i got eight and a half you guys both are going over I look like a real McAsshole if I go under, so I'm going over. And, and life is way too short to bet the under. This if you're is betting true. the under hoping the Iowa Hawkeyes are going to lose, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Uh, man. For those first two games uh, make this a lot tougher than a normal year. But, man. Look, look past those first two games, though, man. Uh, I know. It's, it could be va- – Fuck, I don't know. If, if, Even, we, if we go one and one. I mean, they could fucking lose both those games and still I win 10. I guarantee the over. If we go one and one first two weeks, I guarantee the over. I would agree with that. And I even think that, not that we would want to speak this into existence at all, but if for some reason we go 0 and 2, granted, tough confidence hit in the early season to kind of regather that, but Hey, it happened last year. Oh, and two. And then we went on six in a row. There's all the potential in the world to, to go. Oh, and two, and then run it 10 and two for the season. Like that's, I I think this is that kind of team. Um, Yeah. I mean, they're they're saying Penn state's bad. Yeah. I don't think they are. I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah. Um, Wisconsin's coming off a down year. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. 
I, I like I like the Hawks. I like our schedule. Here's what I like about Iowa is we're never out of any game. Never. Ever. So I think also I believe we still have this stat going. I read it the other day. We have not given up more than 25 points since sometime in 2018. Wild stat. Like some 30 games in a row, we have not given up more than 25 points. So though it's going to be in jeopardy the first couple of weeks, but that's why Phil makes a million bucks. And that's also why we have so much confidence in the Hawks, man. Defense wins championships and defense wins overs. It's true. It's true. Um, that's it. 242 on a Thursday. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh, the week, the, the, the games are getting closer and closer by the day. So, uh, Hawkeye football incoming 242. Peace. I'm MJ Acosta-Ruiz. And I'm Lindsay Zarniak. And together we'll be hosting the On Her Her Turf Turf podcast. Podcast. This summer, On Her Turf is hosting a daily Olympics podcast that focuses exclusively on women's sports and the amazing women competing in Tokyo. We'll bring you interviews with Olympians and in-depth analysis on your favorite teams. Plus, we're going to talk about some of the challenges still facing women's sports today. So join us daily at On Her Turf as we cover all the excitement of the Tokyo Olympics. Be sure to check us out on Apple Podcasts and be sure to follow on her turf on Twitter and Instagram too. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com.